episode number 123. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. I was having a conversation with my mum and I was asking her how the renovations at the house are going. So she'd been wanting to redecorate and so I asked her how things were going and she was telling me today that things are not going very well and the reason for that is when she decided she wanted to do some redecoration she was looking to hire someone to come in and do it for her but my dad was saying no we don't need to do that I can do it or you know me and my friend can do it and so that's kind of the route that they went down and so now this DIY job is not turning out the way that my mom had planned and she's not too happy and it got me thinking about the idea that you can do it yourself and the 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 mindset that comes when people say oh you know it's fine it can't be that hard I can do it myself so for my dad and his friend the idea that we need to put up some wallpaper and we need to do some painting and that can't be too hard led them to go down the route of doing this project themselves and is driving my mom crazy because it's not looking how she wanted it to look and the reality is if you think about decorating if you think about doing something like that it sounds simple doesn't it like you just need to get some paint and put it on the wall or you just need to get some wallpaper and put it on the wall it's simple it might be simple but it's not easy to do it and do it well it's not easy to do it so that it looks like it's been done professionally right and so I wanted to talk about this because I always see synergies I always see kind of metaphors in things that happen when I think about clients and I think about how people go about approaching their job search or approaching changing career and the reality is there's lots of people who are approaching making a career change in the same DIY mindset or with the same DIY mindset. So they're saying to themselves, you know, I know what I need. Like I need to update my CV. I need to update my LinkedIn and I need to look for opportunities on job boards. Those are the things that I need to do. Oh, and I need to write a cover letter. I can do that. Like those are the ingredients. I need to do those things in order for me to land a role. And so I'm just going to jump and I'm going to go and do those things. But when you think about the fact that there are so many different ways that you can approach writing your CV, updating your LinkedIn profile, preparing your cover letter and applying for roles. There are some ways that are super effective and there are other ways that are not as effective. So if you are approaching making a change in your career and you haven't done that before or you haven't done it for a very long time, then query whether or not you are really equipped to make decisions about what is the right way to prepare your documents or the right way to present yourself. Because if you've been in your industry or been in the role that you're in for a number of years, the likelihood is the market has changed a lot since you were last out there looking for a role. The likelihood is the strategies that were working before are not working as much now. 
So if you're just going to approach it with the mindset of, oh, I know what to do. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. You might not get the same level of success as you're thinking you're going to get. So when you're thinking, oh, I know what to do. I'm just going to go do it. That's not always enough. It's not enough to just know what it is you have to do for you to actually make it happen. And if you're even in a place of, I want to make a change and I don't even know where where to start. I don't even know what I want to do. Then there's even more layers for you to think through. There's even more things that you need to process and need to think about in order for you to get to the place where you actually know what it is you're applying for. So then you know how to target your applications and then you know how to move forward. So when people are in this DIY mindset, you know, I'm just going to get it done and I'll just do it. There's a few things that come up that I wanted to kind of talk about. So the first one is the attitude that it just can't be that hard. How hard can it be for me to be able to write my own CV? How hard can it be for me to be able to get myself out there? How hard can it be to, you know, speak to recruiters and and get opportunities? And that's all good that mindset, how hard can it be? And sometimes it can be a good attitude to have, right? I can do this. I can totally do this. I've got this. But the problem with that is when you come with the how hard can it be approach and then you face hurdles and challenges, which will come about, you're likely to quickly decide that I can't do this. So when you say, oh, how hard can it be? And you just go out there and you start firing out applications and you hear nothing or you start speaking to recruiters and you're not getting a receptive ear, then you'll be in a position where you quite quickly start saying, oh, you know, maybe this isn't the right time. Maybe the market isn't in the right place for me to be applying. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And that can really stop you from moving towards what you really ultimately want and doing it in a way that is going to lead to success. So it can't be that hard can sometimes cause you to not move forward in the way that you could if you were really looking at what is actually required for me to make the progress that I want to make. The second thing is sometimes when you're saying, oh, it can't be that hard, you know, I'll just do it myself. There isn't always the level of commitment that is required to really get the results. When you come with the DIY attitude of, I'll just get it done, you don't always have the level of commitment that is required to get the actual result. So when I was speaking to my mom about this DIY situation, she was just saying, you know, there's wallpaper in my living room and there's wallpaper that has been put up upside down. Like the pattern is upside down. And my dad's attitude is like, oh, it's fine. No one's going to notice. Whereas my mom is like, no, people will notice. And I notice and it's not okay. And so when he's approaching it, his attitude isn't like, oh, we need to get this done a hundred percent correctly. This needs to be perfect because he's coming from his DIY mindset, which is, I just need to get the job done rather than I need to get it done to a level of excellence. I need to get it done. And so for you, if you are, if you're just approaching it with the, you know, I'll just see how things go. I'll just put a few, put a few things out there. I'll put the feelers out and I'll just see how it goes. Then are you really showing up? and putting in the level of commitment that is required for you to actually land the role that you truly want. If you're taking the approach of, I will see how it goes, does that mean that you're not going to be putting in all of the effort that is required and show up and commit to doing the things that are needed for you to actually get to where it is you want to go? Because anything that you want is not going to come easily. Like if you're saying I'm in a position where I've been in this role for a long time and I know I should be getting a promotion. I know like there are people around me who are in a higher position to me, but I I know as much as them or sometimes I'm advising them and I feel undervalued in my organization. If that's how you're feeling and you feel like you should be going for promotion, are you willing to put in the level of commitment that is required for you to find the right role in the right organization so that you can feel valued? Or if you are facing redundancy and you know the market is volatile right now and you're really 
wondering how you can use your current expertise and and position yourself in a new industry or in a slightly different role, are you willing to do the work that is required to figure out what that actually looks like? Because if you're just going to approach it like, oh, I'll just see what happens, the likelihood is what's going to happen is you're just going to give up because it's not going to be easy, but it is totally worth it if you put in the effort and you go for it and you really get what you want. But there's a level of commitment that is required to get there. And then the other thing that might happen if you're taking that approach is when rejection comes and it will come, you're not able to deal with it as well as you could, right? So when you send those applications and you don't hear anything back or you go for that interview and then you don't land the role, you might take those rejections way too personally because you haven't really like built yourself up to a place of resiliency where, yeah, you can hear that rejection. You're you're so focused on the goal because you've got really clear on what the goal is and why you want it that you will just keep pushing through. If you're taking the approach of, oh, I'll just see how it goes and put myself out there, when somebody says no to you, when someone says you are not the right fit for this position or this organization, are you going to take that to mean I can't move at all? Or are you going to take that to mean, okay, yeah, this isn't the right role for me right now, but there will be something else and I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going. So it's easy to kind of get to where it is you want to in your career what should I say? It's simple. It sounds like it's simple to get to where it is that you want to go, right? It's like A plus B equals C. If I put in a good application and I have a great interview, I'll land the role. Like it's simple, but there's so many different variations. There's so many different variables in and amongst that A, B and C that it isn't necessarily easy. So you have to prepare yourself for a journey. You have to prepare yourself for a process. And at the end of the process, you will be in a position where you're able to land a role that you want to do. I was reading a report the other day by Gallup and I thought it was so amazing, the statistic, like it was surprising that 85% of people that they surveyed, they surveyed people across the world and found that 85% of people were not happy in their role. 85%? Like that's a lot of people that are not happy in their role. And so if you're not happy, if you're one of those people, if you fall within that and you're not happy in your current role or you know you need to make a move, then you need to be thinking like, am I preparing myself to actually be successful in making that shift? Because the alternative to taking the DIY approach and having that DIY mindset of I'll just try it myself and I'll just see how it goes and see how I fare is to make sure that you're getting the right support. Make sure you're getting the right support and that you have the right strategy that is required or that that links to the goal that you actually have and the goal that you've actually set. So if you are like scrolling job boards and you're just jumping on LinkedIn every day and looking for jobs in the job section, that's not strategy. That's not an effective job search strategy. Just doing those things, scrolling job boards and jumping on LinkedIn is not an effective strategy. And so if those are the things that you're doing and you're not getting results, it's because it's not a, it's not a, a robust enough strategy for you to actually get to where it is that you want to get to. And I coach my clients through a process. When they come to me and they're saying, I have no idea what it is I want to do next, we start with them getting really crystal clear on what it is they want to do and why they want to do it before we jump into actually putting themselves out there, before we position themselves for the types of opportunities that they want. The strategy piece comes way down the line after you've really worked through what is it that I want and why do I want it? And there's another layer to it too, because I can I can work you through and I can show you strategy and you can learn like what are some of the effective tools, what are some of the effective strategies that are working right now in order for you to show up and win when it comes to interviews and land those offers. But the reality is if your inner game is not right, 
It doesn't matter. And when I talk about your inner game, what I mean is what is beneath the surface? So yes, you can be showing up and saying, yeah, I want to find a new role. I'm going to land a new role. I'm going to go for it. But if what you are saying is not aligned with how you're thinking and feeling, you're not going to take action. So when the imposter syndrome turns up, when that confidence dip shows up, when you are asking yourself whether or not you are even worthy to go for the type of opportunity that you want to go for, when those things show up, if you haven't dealt with them and if you haven't thought through them and if you haven't come up with your strategy to deal with those, those will stop you from actually moving forward. So you might have a strategy where I would say to you or, you know, someone else, if you're working with another coach or a mentor, will say to you, look, this is what you need to be doing consistently in order for you to get results. And then you end up not executing on those things and you're not getting the results and you're getting frustrated that you're not getting the results. But when you look at it, it's like, I haven't actually done what they've told me to do. And then you ask yourself, why is it that I haven't done what they've asked me to do? Why is it that I'm not following the guidance on what I should be following to get to where I want to go? And then, and, and it's likely that there's other things at play. Like you might not really believe that you can achieve what it is you're setting out to achieve. And if you can't believe it, it's really, really hard to follow through and take the action to make it happen. And so this is part of the reason why people who are looking to achieve certain things in their life, in their career, people who have big dreams and big goals, this is why they work with a coach or a mentor. This is the reason why athletes have a coach. This is the reason why high-performing individuals have coaches or mentors. And it's because there's only so much you can do by yourself to keep you on track when you're when you're approaching something that is super challenging. You might really want something, but there's a journey to go on. And if you don't have a level of accountability and if you don't have tools and resources to work through some of the stuff that is going to come up for you on a mindset level, then it can be really hard to move forward. I know for a fact, if I didn't have coaches and mentors. Firstly, I wouldn't have even made it as a lawyer. And secondly, I would not still be in business. Like there have been so many times where I've I've had to um, lean on my coach or lean on other people who are in my group coaching program or speak to people to get them to talk me off the ledge where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to throw in the towel. This is all too hard. This is all too difficult because it's, it's, it's like mental gymnastics. Like you might feel like, yeah, I can do this one minute. And then the next minute it's like, I can't do it right? And so when you're in the job search process, that happens. Like one day you can be like, I've seen this role. I'm really pumped. I'm really excited to apply for it. And then the next day it's like, oh, do you know what? Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Or you get invited for interview and you're like, ah, like, I don't think I can show up. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can really articulate to them like why I should be the right person for the job. And if you're not confident and if you're not able to stand in that, it is really hard for you to communicate that to somebody else. And so I just want to encourage you that when you are approaching something as important as finding the right role and looking at making moves in your career, like do not take it lightly because if you are able to find a role that you love, if you are able to work in a way that works for you, works for your family, that allows you to make a real impact in the world, it is priceless because we spend so much time at work. We spend so much of our time working. So if you're working in an environment that isn't a good environment that is frustrating or that has you feeling that you could be doing more, then it's like such a lot of time that's wasted, right? Versus if you are able to align yourself with the right opportunity in the right organization, being able to show up every day and be happy to go to work and be excited to work with the people that you work with is absolutely amazing. And so 
there is a level of commitment that is required for you to get there. But once you get there, it's amazing. And so I wanted to encourage you with that because um, I speak to people a lot who are, you know, considering hiring a coach, whether that's me or someone else. And when we talk about, you know, making an investment in themselves and saying like, okay, you need the support and this is what the investment is. Sometimes people shy away and they're like, you know what, that I can't pay that. Like that, the, the cost is too high. Um, I can't, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to look and um, see what other, you know, resources are available or I can figure it out on my own. And the reality is when you think of it as a cost, you're really not looking at it in the right way when it comes to working on developing yourself in a way where you're going to be able to achieve your goals. Because if you are able to, to work through some of the mindset things that come up, if you are able to push yourself past your comfort zone and actually go for what it is that you want, then there is a level of return on your investment that you're going to experience. Whether that comes in the form of you actually landing your ideal role or whether that comes in the form of you elevating your mindset around what is possible for you and what you can actually shoot for, um, there is so much value that comes from that. So when you're looking at it in your saying, well, am I going to pay somebody money to, you know, coach me through this process? Or am I going to pay someone money to write my CV for me? Am I going to pay someone? It's really, the question should really be like, what would be the return on the investment? What would be the return on the investment? So if I invested this money in this process, what would come out of that? So an example of a return on investment is a client that I worked with um, in the last round of the program where she invested in the program and we were able to help her to negotiate an increase in the offer. And she ended up making a 6x return on the investment when you look at how much she was able to increase her salary by versus what they initially offered and how much she invested in the program. So initially she could have said, oh, do you know what? I can't pay that. Like I can't pay that to take part in a program. But actually when you take a step back, she was able to achieve her results faster um, and she was able to make more money in the long run right? So I just want to encourage you to look at things differently. Like when you're, when you're weighing up options and you're saying like, should I be investing in coaching or should I be getting support? Are you asking yourself the right questions? Really knowing what it is you want to achieve, what is required for you to get there. And if you know there are gaps, if you know that the DIY approach is not going to get you there, then getting the support that you need can help you to achieve your goals a lot quicker, a lot faster, and ultimately just have you in a place where you, you know, you're working. My goal for you, like my goal for you is for you to be enjoying the work that you do, for you to be showing up and working in an environment that you're excited about, for you to be doing work that's impactful, for you to be excited to jump out of bed on a Monday morning. Like when I go to work, whether it is me working for the startup that I work for, or whether it is me working in my coaching business, I'm happy. Like, I'm excited. There isn't a day that I wake up and think, oh, do I want to go to work? Because I'm passionate about the work that I'm doing. And it, it's so different. It's so different from feeling like, oh, I've just got to show up and go through the motions. And so I want that for you. And it's totally possible once you're able to identify what it looks like to feel, you know, what the type of role is that you want. And then once you have the strategy to kind of position yourself for that type of opportunity. So yeah, that's what I have for you. I've got to hop off shortly because I have a coaching call with one of my clients. So I'm going to go now. If you have any questions at all about anything that I shared, you know, the DIY approach versus like following the strategy or anything that I shared, post them in the comments. I will hop back later and have a look. If you are saying, you know what, I do need some help. I do want some step-by-step guidelines to follow and I want the support not only the support but also the accountability like keeping you accountable to what it is you said you want is such an important piece of the puzzle if you want that accountability if you want that help then uh, book a call with me 
because I'm opening enrollment on the Career Clarity Academy very, very soon. Uh, so you can go to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy, book a call, see if the program is a good fit for you and if we'll be able to support you in achieving your goals. All right, jumping off, I will speak to you very, very soon. Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out but getting no further forward? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.